This is Adrienne Barbeau, your nightlight, and you're listening to Draw One Last Breath. Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. My name's Paul. And I'm Matt. And on this episode, we have been watching the October Digital Fright Fest, so the second Digital Fright Fest of the year. We are going to bring you around 14 film reviews, possibly more. Absolutely loads. Mate. And we've got a load of different themes running through the weekend from like B-movies, Demonic Slashers, Grindhouse, Alien Abduction, Home Invasion, some sci-fi, some chase horror, some backwards family, Hills of Ice shit, some fucking just old school ghost stories. Alien Spunk. Alien Spunk, <laughs> Alien Jizz all over your fucking face, some chainsaw arms, oh my fucking word, we the had a ball lot. man. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, some good shit. We were just basically running around the whole goddamn weekend between houses, weren't we? Mm. Yeah, spreading the COVID all over the place. Yeah, we weren't really. We, no, you know, Swindon's so. all good. Sorry, guys, we're <laughs> we're pretty pretty good down here at the moment. Don't know how, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got Matt's projector out as well. Yeah, that was cool. So yeah, we've got my project projector out. I had it on a massive fucking about hundred inch screen. Yeah, we couldn't measure fucking it. Fucking huge. It was fucking ridiculously big. But that was cool. That was that. I think that added to a little bit of the the festival, which was cool. But we have got so much content to get through. We're not going to go for any news. Well, there's a few little bits that we will entertain your asses with in the, uh, in the next episode. But we're just going to go balls deep into Fryfest. Yes. And I wasn't there for the first day, was I, Matt? No, you were being a bit of a pussy. So what? Ha- you were just scared, really. <laughs> <laughs> what happened on the, uh, on the Wednesday? Well, on the Wednesday, uh, there were a couple of movies shown. They're like the the, the warm, they're kind of like the warmer uppers, aren't they? Like the the kind of beginning things. Um, uh, so they kicked off with the first movie, which was Seven Sins. Um, we got into a nice little introduction by the the four creators of Fright Fest, which was nice to see their faces. Um, but they introduced Seven Sins. And basically, the premise of the story is um, this movie was a bit like um, kind of like The Craft and Heathers kind of mixed in a little bit. It's kind of very teen kind of esque kind of coming of age kind of movie. Um, And it was based around seven girls that were in a kind of like a gang that they call themselves the Seven Sins. So each of them takes a sin, if you'd like. Um, and it centers around a kind of small kind of like town in the middle of middle America somewhere. Uh, and we're not going to talk spoilers on all these, are we? Because obviously some of these fil- films aren't out and people might be listening that want to check out these movies. So just... I'll do my best. Uh, well, yeah, we'll do our best, like no- or normal. And it centers around these seven girls. And it's kind of got like a bit of a bullying theme running through it. Um, and these girls kind of start getting picked off one by one um yeah it's there's not much i can say about this it wasn't the greatest film to be honest um the the dialogue was pretty good the acting was a little bit dodging places 
Um, the cinematography was quite nice, but the storyline for me just went a bit kind of skew whiff at the end. And I kind of put it out to people on the Fright Fest kind of uh, Facebook page, and a lot of people were kind of saying, "Yeah, it was really good and stuff. It had really good beats to it." But, but the the end the ending was a little bit meh. I hate you saying that, but it just was a bit. It wasn't great, but maybe. I think there's elements of the film you would have liked. Maybe um, I did a right missing that one then. Maybe, but I think you would have liked it because it was a lot of young girls. I don't know what you're talking about, Not Dave. young girls, you know. I'm not, I'm not saying you're a pedo or anything, but... Um, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you know, had a lot of uh, girls in long socks and... I, I might have looking. a little put of a pop sock fetish. <laughs> but on, you know, adult... You're only a man. Adult ladies. <laughs> but it wasn't the worst film ever. Right, do you know what I mean? It, right. it, was good, it, was, it was good to see something like that. And so we go on to the second movie of the night, um, which was called Held. Was it called? Held. 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 H-E-L-D. Held. Held. As in I held you in my arms. Yeah, or held up in somewhere, I suppose, in this aspect of the movie. So this one was, it was sent around a couple that looked like they were having some trouble with their marriage and they were going for a naughty weekend away in the middle of nowhere in this massive kind of really nice kind of house but it was like a futuristic house it's not set in the future it's just a really it's kind of a a house which is kind of like Fort Knox so if it was to have an attack it was kind of lock itself and it's really safe because it's in the middle of nowhere it's a real high-tech kind of upgraded house Um, and so it sent us around this couple they're obviously having relationship issues and then suddenly um, they go to bed and some shit starts to happen to them while they're asleep. Uh, I'm not going to say what because I don't want to spoil it. And then they wake up and they're like, what the fuck? Like paranormal activity? Not necessarily. It's not paranormal. I'll say that. But And then they wake up and some shit's gone down and like, what the hell? Someone's been in the house. What, What? How did this happen? Blah, 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 blah. And then the house shuts down. So all the windows and doors get locked and the shutters come down. There's no way out of the house. And they figure out they're being watched by cameras in the house. And this leads to some really kind of crazy twists, some turns, some kind of things that happen. It was a really clever film. Um, It was fun. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, the feedback that I saw about it as well came out that a lot of people really liked it. Again, the acting was a little bit dodgy in places, but the whole running free theme through the movie and the twists were really good. Um, and it was a it was an interesting film, but I enjoyed that one. Oh, mate, that sounds quite interesting, quite Black Mirror-ish sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I'd say, it, I maybe yeah, but it was less futuristic. It was like more. Um, it was kind of more dealing with an issue of the couple and surrounding things. I d- again, I don't want to go into it too much to spoil things for for the plot because the plot is integral to what to to marry up with the twists that happen. So Mate, we just got to go balls deep and do spoilers. I think <laughs> let's just talk the movie through. So right. anyway, that was the first day. Obviously, you weren't there, and then we went on to the Thursday. And kicked it off where we were we were together for the evening shows. Oh yeah, we were together. Not like that. <laughs> so, 
The first movie on the Thursday night where we picked was The Brain That Wouldn't Die. This is the... That you picked. That I picked, and then I was not allowed to pick for the rest of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, this is the um, rehash of the 1962B movie, the classic um, movie. And it is actually... On Amazon Prime right now. Oh, really? Yeah. The, I, bet I bet you're going to watch it, right? The original 1962 version. Un, unreleased version Ooh. as well. This movie is basically a complete scene from scene from the black and white, old black and white. It looked that way. Yeah, yeah. With, uh, with, with updated into colour, you know. Um, it's cheesy goodness. It's about, you know, <laughs> a doctor who kind of a bit reanimator style is um doing experiments in his basement and he's got a wife and he lops her head off and he uh <laughs> is basically trying to find a body for her for the whole fucking for most of the movie really Pretty much yeah to um hilarious sort of like consequences and stuff like that i mean it's some funny shit we can just go into this because obviously this is a classic mm. so the story's kind of out there you know it's been around now for like nearly you know 50 60 years mm. so I kind of, I kind of had a affinity for this one. I liked it. Um, it was very, you know, cheesily at, um, acted, but that was kind of on purpose because it was very cheesy back in the day. Um, mm. The the sequences were very fucking t- weird and and wonderful. I thought, I thought the cinematography was spot on to what it would have been in the sixties and the cameras usage that he'd actually used, but. There's some just some fun. I, I, the reason they did this is some really funny, outlandish moments within this movie, which is mm-hmm. why it probably got re, why it's been you know it's got a lot of love, why it's been remade. I mean, we've got a psycho, um, a psycho prox, uh, a prostitute <laughs> who suddenly t- you know who's about to try and steal a body. That, and that was a really funny comedic moment. Fucking hell! And she just starts chasing him around the fucking streets. That was that was ridiculously funny. Um, there was a weirdest, weirdest cat fight I think you'd ever seen in a movie. It was just so weird, and we looked it's very random. <laughs> well, we looked at it and went, "This obviously has to be in the original." And I've seen the original of the yeah. cat fight, and it's you know it's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> it just it's just completely out of nowhere and and and, and weird. Yeah. Um, what what did what were your thoughts on this one? Initially, I really didn't like this movie at first. Because it's one of those movies where it's a bit satire, and obviously it's, it's obviously being like that. It's a, there's a reason why there's a bit. It's cheesiness acting. There's pauses between it and the characters and stuff. Because it, it is taking literally, like like you said, it's taking the old movie beat for beat, pretty much, even down to the kind of acting ways that it was acted uh, back in the day. Um, but then the more the film went on, the more I got used to the style of it. Because it was really cheesy at the start. And I thought, I'm not going to like this. But as it went on, I got used to the, the way it was being filmed. And I started to like it. Um, and I thought it was quite cool by the end of it. And I and I, I wasn't... I, I just... I think I wasn't... Ex- I don't know what I was expecting from reading the synopsis. <clears throat> I didn't think it was going to be as B-movie as it was. This was... Because it, the... like, it was like literally shot on stage sets and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah. This could this is like needs to be put on stage, in my opinion. Yeah, it could easily be We did, say, be we did musical, say that. It could easily it? Yeah. be like a... It's, like, it's almost a like a cross between kind of like um, 
Little Shop of Horrors and Reanimator. Yeah. Like, sort of things, like, <laughs> chopped in bits and stuff. But I enjoyed it in the end, and I think when I reflected back on it, I enjoyed it more than I thought. Yeah, we don't expect everyone to go out, but, I mean, if you love your B-movies out there and you really, really want to give this one a go, if you haven't if you haven't seen this one in your catalogue of, um, of B-movies, you've got to watch it, The Brain That Wouldn't Die. Um, the 1962 version is on um, Amazon Prime if you're uh, from the UK I'm not sure but from America but it's definitely worth a punt because it's a classic and it's got classic moments that are absolutely ridiculous and mm. if you like Reanimator you know um, obviously the H.P. Lovecraft was written way before all this sort of stuff it's got a lot of uh, a lot of take homes from that in this in this movie definitely one that I enjoyed to start with yeah I enjoyed it in the end I think it is but I think it might have been a bit because it was kind of like one of the first movie that opened where we were together. Um, and it wasn't out-and-out out horror. But I enjoyed it, nevertheless. That went out horror. It had a fucking monster. It had blood. It had limbs oh, yeah, chopped monster, off. It had deaths. Yeah. You know, I know what you're talking about. All right. <laughs> Elements of horror. Are we rating these, bud? Yeah, let's let's do it. I, I think we need to rate them out of ten. I, I won't do the first two movies because you didn't see them. So... Let's start off with the brain that wouldn't die. What, what would you give this one? I mean, this is you're going to be up on this. This is going to get a, a nice five out of ten for me. It's a five nice average. I, 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 I think that's fair enough. Average for me. So five breaths out of ten. And there, and folks, you know, unlike the um, August one, there are potentially some nines uh, in our. I think that we watched this weekend. There, there's some good bloody movies. Oh yes, saw, so yes. They weren't all like fives, which is fantastic. But, dude, what did we watch next? So, the next movie that we watched, we were quite excited for because um, it was called The Banishing. So, this one is from... Great Chris- title. Yeah, it's quite a good title. Um, so, this is from director Christopher Smith, which you might have heard from, who did the movie Triangle, Severance and Creep. Not Creep as in the the serial guy. It's, this one's a creep about the guy that lives under the fucking subways and kills people. Um, this had a couple of good actors in it. Sean Harris popped up, which is always a bonus. And the lead act, actor was Jessica Brown Finlay. Um, I thought she was fantastic. So this, this movie uh, is, let's say, it's kind of a haunted house, kind of, kind of ghost story. Um, it centers around a, a family that have just moved into this big house. Um, it centers around a character, which is the wife of a vicar uh, of the local parish, and they've moved into this new, big, massive house. He's newly appointed. Yeah, newly yeah. appointed, because his predecessor had died... In mysterious in circumstances. Mysterious circumstances, yeah. Um, and it kind of centers around his wife and what she goes through, and spooky shit starts happening. And um, you get quite a lot of kind of storyline running through with sean harris popping in now and again creepy sean harris yeah this had a lot of um for me this had a lot of with chris smith being at the helm Mm. i I thought i thought more i was expecting way more expecting way more of what i got um do you think and with sean harris in there as well i mean he's always a foreboding character and he can act the, the bloody man can act but he was wasted in this movie do you think it's because the the potential the the budget was quite smaller than the other movies and he's been away for a long time and this is his kind of like 
low budget one to get back on the scene. Yeah, maybe. but it just fuck. It was a it was hard to digest the story for one. It was very slow. Uh, maybe I just don't like these. I think I just don't have an affinity for these classic ghost stories. I haven't seen one mm. recently where I've liked. Um, Although we did rewatch the, the others. And we like that. That's true. That is it's fucking true. So maybe. Pulled out the bag by Mr. Dan Evans. Yeah, but maybe. I haven't seen a, a new one, which no. I've re- this really got me. That's like just a classic ghost story. I think the storyline um, was hard to keep me invested as well. Um, it was just really, really slow going in places. Yeah. And the ending sucked. It, the end, it didn't really slow, have an ending. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I guess this is when you go back to like the, when you've got the likes of the haunting of Bly Manor and the, you know the haunting of Hill House, and how they sort of do those sequences very well mm. and terror, and they do have a decent story. This one just didn't have that in an hour and a half, to be honest. The, the pacing was a bit off. Yeah, um, I think that and the main antagonist was kind of boring. Yeah, and it kind of whimpered out by the end. Like the ending let it down massively for me. Um, there was but, a nice Poltergeist free moment. What was that? The, you know, the inverted mirrors. Yes, yeah, yeah, I like that. That was quite kind of cool, and the cinematography was good as well. I uh, give them that, and the, the the sets were really nicely. Like the house is pretty cool, um, but yeah, I, I I just couldn't. I don't know why I just couldn't get into it, and it was. It was kind of a bit boring for yeah, me. Yeah, they picked a good location and some good actors um, and uh, with a wasted storyline, in my opinion. That's that's pretty much what i got to say about this bad boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't one of, one of my favourites of the festival, let's put it that way. It wasn't a highlight, definitely. No, no. I mean, rating this one, I would probably give it uh, four breaths out of ten. Yeah, well, I, I was going for free. Ooh. It was not even saved by Sean Harris on this one. Uh, I like I like Sean Harris. I think he's, but yeah. Cool. Right. Well, that's Thursday done. Is that Thursday already? Well, We're you... on Friday already. Friday, where we get four movies, four opportunities to get this right. Did they get it right on the first one? Well, Bear, bearing in mind, so we just watched the Brain That Wouldn't Die, followed by um, the Banishing. Yeah. Um, and we weren't exactly like thrilled with them. It was okay. So we're leading into a brand new... Tomorrow's a new day. So we're excited. And what did we watch, Paul? We picked up one called Don't Look Back. Are you all right? Just embarrassed. Oh, don't be. Douglas. Caitlin. Well, have a good run, Caitlin. We, what was it up against? Can Which you now I do look back and go... And go <laughs> do you look back in anger? Oh, I guess. Um, I mean, this is at a, a good premise, a good re, a good write-up um, in terms of what the, it was about. It's a social, socially moral story looking at, like, society's inability to act on um, on violence. And it's, it's like our drive and our sort of, like... Our instinct seems to be at the moment is to fucking and morals. Yeah, it seems to be grabbing our fucking phone and filming shit. That's what seems to be happening when stuff stuff's going down. It's let's get the phone out, not act, not help. Mm. Let's get the phone out and film it. And I suppose it's dealt with that in a bit. So kind of like, ooh, okay, that's not a bad 
start of the story. Um, and I suppose you'd, would it, you know, we asked ourselves the question, would we intervene if we saw someone assaulted in the street? I was like very much, yeah, of course I fucking would. You know, I'd try and drop kick the fucker. <laughs> I'd like to think that I was that, I'd like to think that I was that person. But I don't know until it happened to me. And I've never, it's never happened to me. And so I don't know. But it sort of goes on. I know that I wouldn't film it. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely not. No. I would not get my no. fucking camera out. No, I know. So that, that's that. I'm not that guy. But it's sort of, you got to ask yourselves if you are that person that would film it. Or would you be at least someone who called the fucking cops? Because yeah. that seems to be even lacking. Um, but it's, um, and then it follows like the people that sort of were around um, the incident. And then uh, it's, it's from the guy that did yeah, it's Final produce, Destination. The producer, who, I think it's the producer or the creator who did Final Destination. Yeah. So it had that kind of vibe, really did. It kind of had like, is death coming for you? Is something coming for you? Has it like, um, it's got some, some someone's got some karma. Yeah, is karma coming around to sort you out mm. in a very low budget way? Yeah. What do you think of it? It was the sort of movie where I think that you flick on the TV on on the afternoon in a midweek and you go, what the fuck is this? Because it was just so slow and really poorly acted. Yeah, no saving I just think grace that in this one. The idea with this movie was there and the premise sounds good. Just think the execution of the way that the actors were chosen the casting i just don't think it was right it just felt really just a bit fluffy and a bit kind of like tv-ish yeah like a tv movie like hallmark channel sort of yeah story i just i just couldn't get into it and it's just like I don't know. Maybe if this movie came out in the 90s, it probably would have done really, really well kind of thing. Like, people would have really loved it, maybe. And But, yeah, I just... I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get around to really getting into it. And it was just... Yeah, I mean, the way it followed around each person, and it was just, like, sent around this one girl that witnessed it. And she actually did call the cops, didn't she? She was just involved. And each person that witnessed it, that it just one by one, they're getting kind of like followed around, and she's happens to be there every time, and it's just, just, just didn't seem realistic. One redeeming thing from the movie, it did have the uh, the ranger in it. Yes, it did. So yeah, from we, the rain from the from ranger. the ranger, it yeah. had the ranger in it. Mm. So that was quite interesting. He played the uh, the main investigating cop, I suppose. In it, and he so. was wasted. Yeah. Because I think he's a fucking huge guy. and A great actor as well. And he was just wasting. He needs to be the aggressor. He's Mm. got a fucking... He needs to be the villain again. I like to see him in another sort of form. So yeah. Start of the day. Not that great. How many many breaths out of ten are you giving it? It's probably the same as the banishing. Probably about a three. Three for me. Yeah. Possibly even a two. But yeah, I just wasn't impressed. And I was like, for God's sake... Please. This might have been the worst of the weekend. Let us have a good movie, which followed up with a little movie called Tailgate. So this movie, we were a bit kind of like we were really in mind, like we were picking our movies right at the last minute. So we didn't, last time we chose each movie 
And we were like, right, we're going to watch that, lock it in, purchase, done. This time we kind of like flitted between each one. Should we watch that? We just watched one that's similar. Should we do this? Blah, blah, blah. So we thought we'd go for Tailgate because, you know, saw that it was a Dutch movie. We'd not covered loads of Dutch movies and thought it sat the premise of the movie sounds good. So we'd go for it. Tailgate. I liked the premise of the movie. I picked this one. This is mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, you picked it, but I wasn't against it. No, at you all. weren't, no. Not no. at all. Um, so this one is a movie literally about having good manners, <laughs> not bullying the, people. The art of an apology. Yeah. Um. So it's literally, it's what it is, the title is. It's about a, a guy who's with his family they're trying to get to his mum's for a, get, a gathering. It's his birthday. Oh, is it his birthday? It's I didn't catch that. Um, it's his birthday. They're going to his mum's for a gathering and they're on the motorway and there's a guy blocking the fast lane and he's going probably the speed limit. But the, the driver of the car who wants to get to the party decides to drive up his ass along the motorway. And um, it basically becomes a cat and mouse game. Um because the driver of the van in front is not a guy that likes bad manners and likes to be bullied by people. Um, yeah, so it's a bit of a cat and mouse game with other consequences in it, which I'm sure you're going to... Yeah, I mean, about. we're introduced to... We're going to call him well, he's Ed the Van Driver. Ed the Van Driver. The and fucking, he's a big guy. He's big a fucking guy. foreboding guy, and he's basically got to be... But he's vi- old as well. Yeah, villain of the year. Villain of the year, possibly. He's fucking incredible. This this dude. He's so it's like the watching like Human Centipede with this. Like, it's just like, he's memorable. The the guy in this because he's just so calm, collecting in the way that he sort of um, goes about his revenge. And this is so like you know not a slasher. This is just a like shit that could happen to you on the fucking motorway. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. You know, watch yourself. I mean, when Matt says about the tailgating incident you know somebody did it to him the the him um about five minutes earlier and he got pissed off with the guy behind him and he was mm-hmm. like and you know so you could tell you're already getting this sort of opinion of the of the the, the dad in mm-hmm. this one and he's got the dad the mum, and two girls in the car and all the action seems to take a lot of the action takes place in this car mm-hmm. and this car gets fucking beaten up <laughs> quite intense as well because all the, yeah. the filming is kind of in the car so you feel kind of a bit claustrophobic and all around i think everybody gives a great performance in this movie as well even the kids yeah it's so believable the wife is brilliant the dad is really good but i think it has you're right it does go to ed the 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 main kind he, of he's like, the mvp yeah because he, you're right he is he literally looks like a normal bloke who's just calm like and it just looks like you piss him off and he'll just like, he won't, he won't let up. It's sort of what you'd expect from like an Australian, like Wolf Creek. Yeah. That sort of instant. Uh, Jeepers yeah. Creepers, but obviously not supernatural. Um, it's just like a chase movie. Mm. Um, but he's a sort of, he is something to do with like, I would say insecticide or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because the way he um, polishes people off. Or attacks people is just like is pretty brutal. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. He never runs. He never runs. It takes, it takes his time. It takes his fucking time. Um, and he's just 
it's all in the dialogue, it's all mm. in the exchange, it's all in the um, the eyes, and just him makes you think, fuck, I don't want to fuck this guy. Yeah. But you would. If, I, if you were, you know, in, in an instant, you kind of think, fuck off. <laughs> you know? You know, jog on, mm. I suppose. Um, but just uh, don't go tailgating, guys, because yeah. the van driver could be out there. Great Fuck, movie, this is a cracking. This is a cracking movie. It just it, it was really good. I, f- I found it really. I mean, we both really enjoyed it. It was just like really fast paced. It had a good storyline, great acting, and the thing is, it made you feel uneasy, and it made you feel like it, it. I was totally, totally engrossed in this movie the whole the whole time, and I thought it was fantastic. Real original, real original storytelling. Can I ask you a question? Go on. What do you reckon? Room for another one? There's always room for another one. I <laughs> I'd would, love to see another I would, one. I'd watch it. He's, Tailgate two. I mean, I'm going to watch the actor. Yeah. Um, and uh, really find out like what. I checked him out on IMDb. He's not even got a photo to to his IMDb. So I'm he's like, newbie. what? Ah, I'd love to see him. Tailgate two, mate. He, maybe he changes professions. Maybe he <laughs> becomes a lumberjack. <laughs> yeah. It's great. almost like a reverse kind of <clears throat> rock movie where you know somebody pisses the rock off and he gets. Um, a big fucking plank you know of wood what? and starts like kicking the shit out of people. You've hit the fucking <laughs> nail on the head there, no pun intended, but any money that you'll see this get remade in America, I guarantee you'll yeah. see it just pop up and be like, oh, guess what? You know, the Americans are going to do, they're going to make a remake of the du- Dutch film Tailgate. It's not their movie, that sort of movie though, because it's got no... Who would they cast as, uh, as Ed? It's not really got a happy ending. Ed's not a, a good guy. No. But their sort of version of that is... The, like I said, The Rock um, beating up a whole fucking town, you know, <laughs> of someone just being like attitude to him. But I don't know. This they is... could make a gree. They could make a gree. It'd be interesting, like quarantine. I'd love to cast that. Cast Ed. Who would, who would you cast Ed as? I don't know. Don't I... pick Dave Baptista again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to be someone older. That's what I mean. It's got to be someone old. I uh, reckon jo- is... Josh Brolin. Thing is, you say like Clint. Josh Brolin. No, you're looking at Clint Eastwood. But I know, he's, he's too, too old. old. He's too old. Ch- Charles Dance. Ch- no, no, he can't Charles even Dance. hear. Jorah Mormont. Um, yeah, that'd be quite cool. He'd be good. But he'd have to be American, that's the thing. Yeah, we could do. They could pull that off. Maybe. Yeah. He doesn't have to be American. He could just be that guy. Hmm. Jorah Mormont could do... Could... It's got to be American if it's a remake, mate. I don't it's know. It's got to appeal to the masses. I could see Jorah Mormont doing it. Yeah, maybe. Don't know his fucking name. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. So what do we watch next? Oh no, we've got to rate this one, haven't we? Sorry. Eight for me. Eight. I'd go with that. High eight. Eight, yeah. High eight. I wouldn't so one go any of... higher than that. Though. Yeah, eight, it's eight. one of my fucking favourites of the weekend. Really, really good. It was good. great fun. And it was good because I think, I don't know whether the impact of the movies before it not being so great, but it was like finally something that was really, really good that we, we really enjoyed. Yeah. What was next, Paul? Well, next we get a movie called The Owners. Which is a sort of reverse home invasion movie starring Maisie Williams, um, Sylvester McCoy, um, to name a few. It has a uh, old gadget from This Is England. Um, and plus, we had a little visitor as well, didn't we, Paul? Mr. Simon Daffs popped around to ah. uh, to view some of the movies with us. Yes, we did. Thank you, Mr. Daust. We had a friend pop around to watch uh, the owners and uh, the next movies as well. And he had a, we had a good time. We had a good Friday night. Played some micro machines. Played some micro machines and you know, watched some fucking good horror. And you, and cook, he, you, and know, you cooked some nice food. That, that was really nice. I cooked some chicken nachos. Oh, that's nice. 
bloody good food. Um, but this one, uh, this one was good. This one was good fun. Um, we've got a group of teenagers. It's set in the nineties. They're going into rob a house. They, they know there's a safe there, and they are going to wait until the owners come home uh, to kind of muscle the uh, safe code out of them. And shit goes wrong. Shit does go wrong. For whom? That is the uh, the question, though. <laughs> mm. So, what do you think? I fucking loved this movie. I thought it was great. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. The, the acting is superb in this. And I've got to give it to one of my favourites in it, was Sylvester McCoy. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. You got him and his wife, who, um, like the Ed the Van Driver, I suppose. You got the OAPs are the v- are the fucking MVPs in this fucking whole fright fest. It's just like, you know, they're not they're, they're getting on a bit. They just find a way. They just find a way to break you down. It's very interesting. Like, you're right. There is like a theme for this fright fest, and it's <laughs> OAPs. Wow, we'll, we'll get onto that in a bit. As well. Yeah, it's uh, this was fucking awesome. It was such a like fun movie. I've got to say, another character that, in this movie that absolutely chewed the scenery, that, that stood out a mile, and uh, we'll see loads more from him, is the character in it was the name of Gaz. Oh, yeah. Utter, utter bastard. Yeah, like Eden Lake, we get an utter bastard, and Gaz is the utter bastard. But, you know, does he get a fucking sledgehammer on to red? I don't know. You're just going to have to wait and the see. The dialogue, though, is awesome. It's like, whoever did the writing for this is brilliant, because it just... He goes off on a little monologue and it's really, really cool. I really love that bit. And and it's shot. And again, another really good, cool looking kind of house, which was cool. Maisie Williams, I think, I don't know. I just felt like she, she was a little bit underused in this, a little bit. She did a job though. She was like, mm. you know, the, the sort of final girl, I suppose, if you like. Well, sort of. In a way. Don't spoil anything. In a way. Easy. <laughs> but there was lots of 90s like throwbacks well we've had the 80s throwbacks there's some 90s throwbacks you know you've got a nice little nokia um sound like phone and stuff like that you've got the the gay ear for the earring mentioned as well i don't know if any of you were in school um and you know that was always mentioned there's there's always apparently a gay ear for for your earring um some right cunty characters um window liquor was mentioned that's an old an old fucking uh, term as well we're, just, we're pc on this podcast yeah no, you can't you can't say that well i didn't say it they did so just <laughs> saying there um and it's just yeah it's it's got a bit, it's a bit dark it's, it's a bit fucked great up twists. twisted twisted the fuck some great twists you know you, you won't really know too much where this is going i enjoyed this thoroughly fucking right really did good friday night good first one for simon to watch he's lucky he is lucky is this one <laughs> and for me this is getting another eight yeah i was gonna say eight as it well. is an eight. solid eight solid. yeah this is another good one we're like fuck you've got to seek this one out if it comes out on digital we will DVD. see we will see this one digitally i'd see it again as well i'd, yeah, I'd definitely. definitely watch it again it's definitely got rewatchability as well really fucking go for it smash it then mate what what do we have to close the night oh mate it closed with a banger a little movie called spare parts What have you done to me? It's okay. You've been chosen. Chosen? To appease the gods. 
So this, did you, I didn't realise this, but this is from the guy that brought us, uh, he, pro executive producer of Sky Sharks. Oh, oh really? Um, but you also produced another film that was shown that we didn't see called For the Sake of Vicious, that we, we actually missed. Um, but his name is Andrew Thomas Hunt. He's the director of this movie and writer. And it centers around an all-girl punk band that are basically, the opening scene is fantastic. Uh, and they're playing in the bar and they're getting rowdy and the, the whole place kicks off. And MS45, they're called. That's it, MS45. And then basically they get chucked out of the club and they get stopped down. And, and uh, they need to basically uh, get their, was it get their car fixed? Because they get kind of um, flat tyres on, on the on the way out from this little kind of small Well, town. they go for this little yeah. rucker and they got, you know, they're getting a bit of attention, obviously being four punk girls and stuff yeah. like that. Um, two of the two of the bands are to are, are together, um, and the other two are kind of like one's got a boyfriend, one's got yeah. kind of free reign to go and fuck who she wants, and she does. So, but, get the, oh, sorry, but I was to you are right. Kind of... You are right. Um, they they sort of get run off the road. Yeah, and then um, and then they need to basically get their car fixed. So, obviously, the sheriff comes along on a mechanic and says oh yeah we'll fix your car we'll take you to this um kind of uh repair shop and it's like this really massive huge fuck off junkyard in the middle of nowhere and uh basically shit starts to go down and i don't think this is a spoiler because it's in the trailers anyway they get drugged and wake up and they basically have their limbs replaced with, like, fucking axes and knives and shit. Well, they become Swiss Army knives, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Effectively. They can get, they've got almost like a, a metal thing with a with a bone stump. Yeah. Shaved bone. That's it. Like a, so it's like a, a, a kind of like... It's like a clip-on. Clip-on, yeah. So they get sword. They can get weapons attached to them. Um, and, and This is weapons that are not like guns. It's like, wow, actually, come to think of it. Um, but, that, yeah... So they get they they're there and they uh, get thrown into predicaments into a well to a gladiator ring effectively pretty much yeah as soon as it's basically like some dodgy cult hmm. um, that's like you know fr staging um, gladiator fights and they're getting trained up by this big fucking huge guy. It does look like it's kind of set in the future as well, doesn't it? Like a bit Mad Maxian, yeah, yeah, apocalyptic kind of. But maybe uh, that's because we're just seeing the whole junkyard thing. That's the only maybe. thing. Maybe, but. You know, um, yeah, fucking, and they're they're feeding. I think they're feeding them with the limbs that they've cut off, like That's people correct. and stuff like yeah, that as well. Yeah. Fucking, so you find that shit. There's some lovely little sequences in this movie. Some great, great entertaining fight scenes. Plenty of fucking gore. Loads I mean, we're talking some eye popping. I mean, one of the girls was pregnant. This is a spoiler for you. This is oh definitely god, a don't spoil that bit. That's fucking oh, awesome. That's genius. Really? That bit. Yeah, don't do it. Oh, okay. There's it's not fair to the audience. That's a fucking. All right, if 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 you do say it, but if you don't want to hear this, fast forward it thirty seconds. So what happens? Because it is, a, it was a bit of a shock moment where we we're like, no, what fuck, the fuck. One of the girls um was pregnant in the early stages. In the early stages, and they display her removed fetus. Um, to because uh, one of the girls goes, "Don't you know she's pregnant?" And she said, "Ah, we took <laughs> care of that." Yeah. 
And they've got it in a little fucking jar. It's fucking sick. Fucked up, man. But that's the sort of that was a. I'd say that was one of the best what the fuck moments of the festival. Yeah, there's there's one more later that's probably tops it. (laughs) Oh yeah, without doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's some good shit. There's some like you know you've got some funny karma armor, some brilliant fights against bikers, and um, some good, some really funny, entertaining, gory. It was just really good fun, wasn't it? It was good fun watching it because it's like you've just got to let your inhibitions go with this one and just enjoy it for what it is. Don't think about it too much because if you think about it too much, you're going to oh, it's a bit cheesy. But it's supposed to be like that. Big time. It's big fun. It's just like let your hair down, eat some fucking popcorn and fucking watch some blood fly all over the place. Bit of fine-tuning and this has got a real fucking like production value to any fucking audience mate this is the ones that come into the store straight to dvd chart and we fucking sell them all and you see it in asda and in, in the, in the, it'll sell because this shit sells yeah people love that great stuff. name spare parts you know fucking right mate, everyone's a winner love this one i think for this one i'm gonna give it eight breaths out of ten it's Again. another it's another eight for me yeah yeah definitely. there is a nine later oh yeah maybe maybe two but this was a fucking good eight. This is fucking was, good fun. It was such good fun. And it's good to end the night off because it was just, yeah. Not once did I drift off like sleeping. Sometimes we do drift off sleeping if it's a, a slow going movie. This is true. This was full on. Right. So all that love less. Let's move on to Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Right. Steve Gutenberg in the Goot. Heckle for about five minutes. <laughs> We were uh, robbed. We were robbed. I feel robbed of the goop. Um, so we watched uh, the first movie of the day. It's called Heckle. It's a a slasher. Um, uh, yes, it is just a, effectively a slasher in the English countryside, I guess. Um, a sort of slasher revenge movie, I would kind of say. Um, with some weird twisty turnies things, but ones I didn't really give that much of a shit about. Because this was... Um, the premise of this is like, okay, so comedian Roy Walker gets shot in the fucking face in, in the start and they're going to make a movie of his life and the comedian gets picked to um, to play him. He gets heckled on stage and is kind of feels belittled and um, and is kind of just follows him kind of getting over this big heckle, I suppose, and hence the name. Um, and he's kind of... He feels stalked throughout the movie and then... They go to this big fucking house and have this 80s pie of all these weird, weirdos, you know, bohemian types. And then they get picked off one by one. By uh, by whom? We just don't know. So that's, that's the thing. You explain it there. I know we weren't. When... Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, that's Sounds good. <laughs> when I've read, right, one, Steve Gutenberg's in it. Tick. They go to an 80s party in the middle of nowhere. Ah, tick. Didn't know it was England, so to be fair. And I was thinking, this is going to be great. This is going to be like Steve Gutenberg kind of like going to an 80s party, playing himself. Probably going, They're probably going to have nods to all his kind of movies and that's like just subtle nods to his movies, which they could have gone to town with with this, which they didn't. And I love Steve Gutenberg. I think he's great. But we were duped. <laughs> Weren't we, Jeff? I mean, he was great. And the scenes he was in, <laughs> fucking awesome. 
Yeah, he plays a complete. Yeah. He plays a character. He's and he's a because fuck- this is the goop we've not seen before. No, nah, he's well. a fucking arsehole. He's a big fat chunky fucking mouthy swearing bastard. And yeah, it sounds uh, like he's from the Bronx, doesn't he? Fucking, yeah. you fucking talk to me, you fucking doesn't, fuck. Doesn't tolerate, um, you know, s- crap service. I can tell you that's he's enough. An angry man. He's a fucking angry bastard. But saying this, even the good the Gutenberg, Gutenberg. Gutenberg couldn't save this movie. It it was so poor. The pacing was terrible. The acting from the other actors was horrific in some places. And it felt to me, I know that some of these films might not be completely finished, but it felt like the editing on this was not finished and there was bits missing out of this film because it didn't make sense. There's a sense. There was like a whole car thing where they were getting kind of like the comedian guy was in the car. Well, we think it's the comedian guy in the car with his girlfriend on the way to the country manor house. And they're getting like basically tailgated by this this person. But you know, all it does is show that from an aerial shot. No shot in the car of them saying what the hell's going on, which you think you would have had to add to the, all the, the, the kind of storyline. It just felt so unfinished. Yeah. So unfinished. There was no tension created. Some of the character relationships were fucking weird. Like you know, the, there was there could have been some would they wouldn't they do it you know uh, moments, some weird sex moments that didn't need to be in the movie. Yeah, it it felt weird. It's it just, just like, like it was just fucking weird batshit. It just nonsense. It, really. Again, the premise of the story sounds pretty cool, but yeah. it was just executed so poorly I mean when you start seeing the killings there were pumpkins you know they started they started putting pumpkins on their heads and it's like why is is it Halloween I mean why is it Halloween really I suppose but it's just like I don't know that that, that was kind of a weird weird thing because there was no reason to kill people like that because it had no relevance to kind of why they were doing mm. the original thing I think did, I, there, it, did I miss something no uh, I mean it did it didn't feel believable either because the group of friends that went there they didn't even feel like friends they just felt like a bunch of people they've casted in the movie including Danny Dyer that's not Danny Dyer as in the man it's Danny Dyer as in his daughter my Christ um it just it didn't, didn't sound believable it's just like they've got these six or seven people that just didn't really know each other and didn't really have much relation I didn't even know if he was going out with that girl or not it didn't explain it, it didn't was it his girlfriend or was it not? Then his ex-wife turns up. She's not. Is what, what's going on? It's just so weird. It's such a, a strange movie. Yeah, I'm gonna go to a spa and you know. In the middle of the night. Yeah. And then have a really weird confrontational thing with another guy, bare naked. Uh, it's just. It was just the whole thing was just weird and uncomfortable and yeah. Didn't really get on with this one. No, I'm afraid not. This was the dud. Dud. What are you going to give this one then, bud? One. One. Lucky, it got one. Fuck, I was going to give it a two just because of the Gutenberg. Really? Yeah. I got a one because of the Goot. All right, we'll so go for it. there's nothing else to from we'll it. We'll go for a one. A one. That's, a, that's probably the worst. I think that's probably the worst rated film that we've seen at Fright Fest. A one. I don't think we've ever given a one to anything. I not like shit ever. movies, but this was just too much for me. It's just nothing. It wasn't shit good though, was it? No. Even that? No. Unfortunately, not. But so, then I had to go and do some, sh- take care of some shit. 
So Matt had to go and fend for himself with this next one. So you're going to have to let me know what this bad boy was like. Yeah, and it's, it's a bit of a shame because this is your, it's your, it's Rival Street. It's not my sort of thing, but I believe that you would have really liked this. So when it does come out, I think you really need to catch it because I think it's in your kind of wheelhouse kind of thing. Um, again, it's um, a film called Sist. Uh, again, it's set in the 60s. So it's centers around the 60s kind of era. And it, it's about a nurse that is her last day in this clinic that removes cysts on people. And these aren't just little tiny cysts or you've seen. These are fucking disgusting, huge, full of pus cysts on people's necks and backs. And it opens uh, with the scene of this woman just going in there and it's supposed to be kind of comedic in areas as well so it's a kind of like slight comedy monster movie kind of body horror gore movie i'd say um and this woman goes into the clinic and she's got this huge cyst on her, her neck and literally the doctor is just like couldn't give a shit he's poking it and prodding it and literally like lances it and all this pus shoots out into the nurse's face and it goes in her mouth and every oh. all over her body it's just made made me feel sick. It was so fucking gross. So yeah, it's around this nurse who's it's her last day at the clinic because she's just had enough of work in there. And um, this doctor's made a brand new machine, and it's a quicker way of removing cysts. So you don't have to you know pop them and stuff. You just pop this kind of vacuum thing on it. You know, chop the cyst off. Doesn't hurt. And he's trying to get a pattern for it. So he wants to get this machine made. And it sounds like when they talk in the movie, he's had it kind of, they've come and seen it before, but it hasn't worked. And it's been a crap kind of like demonstration of his machine. So he's got these people coming back to try out the machine again, if you will. Um, and it's got a lot of comedy moments. And he kind of has to get a test subject to, to who's got a gigantic cyst and he can't find anybody. So he basically makes a cyst on one of his assistants to remove with the machine somehow the machine goes wrong and <laughs> there's one scene that i do i have to mention because it will draw people in there's an uh, a guy that gets the cyst removed by the machine and he gets turned inside out <laughs> okay i mean, I mean pretty, i'm in pretty I mean. crazy it's practical effects it's pretty crazy it's not the most amazing you know, it's not got a, ma a big massive budget, so you know, hats off to it for that. And then the machine produces this kind of crazy monster cyst that goes around killing people, like, in, the, like the blob sort of thing. Kind of, it's not a blob, it's more like a monster, but it is all set in this one kind of location in this hospital. Um, and it's uh, the creature itself isn't the best but i don't think it's supposed to be because i think it's like a nod to the kind of uh, 60s b movies again and it's got a lot of funny bits in it but it i, I definitely it's definitely worth a watch but it's not the most amazing amazing uh movie ever but it has got um a cameo or well, a cameo he's in it a guy called from the room called greg sisterio oh it's got yeah. okay, he's, in it. he's in it quite a lot actually and I thought of you as soon as he kind of came up, I thought, oh, Paul would know straight away who he is. 
Um, but yeah, it's a good watch. I mean, the acting's good. Um, I think you'd enjoy it. I'd definitely go and watch it if it was on like streaming service or something like that. All right, mate. You sold me. I'm fucking in. And this next one, you're a bastard. You got this one. I wanted this one. For this next movie, we picked a, a film called June, uh, June Drifter. picked it um but like uh so this is from the same guy who did um colin the movie that was the zombie movie that was shot on a mobile phone for 40 pounds 50 quid it was 40 pounds 50 pounds 40 pounds all right we agree do your research it's 50 pounds 40 okay this movie this movie was made for 750k so i think we're agreeing that the budget is around 50 pounds um for the colin Uh, and, and for June Drifter, it's not a lot. It's about you know, it's about less than a million. All right, so it's 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 not it's not that expensive. But he did a lot of the special effects and stuff in his own home. It's a real sort of DIY job. This, um, however, the movie is about a group of fucking pi- um, space pilots who are about to sort of go into a a bit of a a bit of a dogfight in space um, against a, a benster foe. One of them, they, one of them, sort of gets taken out and ends up crash landing on a nearby planet, and they also see at the same time. I mean, she's there's what you've got to understand in these ships. There's a, a gunner and like in Star, there's like not like Star Wars. There's a gunner and there's a drop, you know, and there's a pilot. All right, and so both of them are crash landed. The gunner's sort of doing better than the pilot, um, and she's like, you know, rushing around like getting at all the. Um, survival gear they got some good survival gear and some good special effects to sort of add to it which is cool considering the budget and they also see a alien craft crash land fuck knows probably about 30k away um and they've got to survive a few nights and they're getting tormented throughout um, by possible beasts that are on the planet and they've got a problem of how they're going to get off the you know the pilots sort of die in as well at the same time and it's just it's a real sort of like race against time um, to sort of get off this planet. And, and, you know, before the rest of the kind of the, you know, the rest of the ships, what do you call it? A group of ships. Armada. Armada. Sort of fuck, fuck off, off. <laughs> basically. Um, and this was um, this was fantastic from start to finish. Really? The yeah. post looks great. Yeah. Um, and. You know, this had a, some real interesting dialogue, like interactions at the start, some good banter from from no budget, and the way they filmed the cockpits and stuff like that. Mm. It's fucking so fantastic. Cool. So from a DIY aspect, it gets a massive fucking tick. The dialogue used, it gets a massive fucking tick. The tension and all the rest of the stuff, um, and the interchange between um, our main protagonist and the actual antagonist, the aliens and well, the supposed foes who are like steroid humanoid freaks and stuff like that. Fucking great effort. 
Mm. You liked this one a lot, didn't I you? I absolutely loved this. It's one of my favourites of the festival. Um, I think I lean to this kind of stuff sometimes more than I, I think I like this sort of sci-fi kind of edge of horror. Um, I just think it's so cleverly done. It reminded me of a film called, I spoke to you on the day about a film called Enemy Mine. Very, very, I wonder if you've got some kind of idea because Mark Price, the guy that did it, he directed it and wrote it. So I think that's incredible on its own. Like you said, small budget, like the way they did the spaceships. I think the spaceship scene was really cool and the dialogue between them was, was cool in the build-up. I think it was maybe a little bit tad too long in space. Maybe it could be tightened a little bit, cause, but no, who am I to say? But um, when you actually get into the story after the crash, it just keeps running and running and you're just totally invested in it. Because like you say, it's a, it's a countdown. They've, I think, isn't it got 80 hours or something till their suits kind of give up? Yeah, it is definitely a which count. Is, yeah, which is, you know, you, they're in peril. So she's in peril. And like you said, yeah, the, the lead um, actor, Phoebe Sparrow, plays Adler. Absolutely brilliant, considering she's behind the mask pretty much, what, the whole film, pretty much. Um, but the way everything was designed and, and, and the suits and the spaceships and so clever and the way it's shot as well because the landscape is, what, Iceland? That's the where shot? they shot. So they shot most of it in his living room. Yeah. And, and then, then the rest of it in Iceland. Iceland, which was that... that is it's just the landscape there is just unbelievable and it just the way the cinematography is done like i said to you again when we were watching it i said like this guy will be doing i bet you anything like an episode of fucking mandalorian oh yeah because he said at the start he had seven days in iceland and to pull that all off that he did and all the set sequences that they actually managed to do unbelievable it's fucking nuts um i think this clashed with something that was quite big as well because um the response when i put it out on this wasn't great so I think a lot of people missed it, which is a real shame. Um, but if you get a chance to watch it, I absolutely fucking love this. And this is getting nine breaths from me. Totally. Nine breaths Out from me as well. doubt, mate, because I just really enjoyed it. It just hit every beat with me. And I, I, if that comes out of blue round, buying it, I want to see the extras. And I can guarantee there'll be loads on there. And I'd love to watch all that shit. Yeah, and good luck in two years, mate. We might actually see this in the UK. Or four years, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, fucking Fingers phenomenal. Crossed. Phenomenal job. Oh my god, this were we're going on to the next one, which is probably the funnest experience of, I've ever had at, um, at a fright fest. Oh my god, this, this is me- the first one we put on the projector as well, wasn't it? This isn't me. This is you. Oh, over to you, Matthew. Oh yeah, it's me. Yeah, Dune Drift. Dune Drift over to you. Yeah. Um, embryo. We watched Embryo. Yeah. Next movie. <laughs> no, no, I'm only joking. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this was the first one we watched on the projector screen because we i thought i'd get it out for the last couple of movies which would be cool um so this one is embryo it's by patricio valderez which he has done a former movie that we saw an opener at fright fest about i think it's about four years ago that we possibly saw four years ago called downhill um which we weren't massive fans of but we appreciate some elements of it um yeah so it's basically it's kind of a found footage movie that flits between all different years. We kind of don't know much other than that because there's no fucking um, subtitles um, on this movie. And it's from the movie's from Chile, was that right? It's a Chile, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no subtitles. So it's like a found footage movie with no not subtitles. Much, not much dialogue in it, though, to be fair. To be fair, but it would have helped, I think, a little bit of it. 
so it kind of flitted between kind of eras as well so it's hard to kind of like know where it's going but these stories were going to interlock at some point i would know but yeah the, it, the opening scene there's a girl and a bloke in a tent the girl gets kind of comes out of the tent and the man finds her all covered in some kind of alien spunk and she decides to become kind of like obsessed like sexually attracted to people then coming on to them like a bit of like a species kind of thing mm, yeah go for that because i'm thinking does she want to get impregnated or, and then she doesn't she just kind of licks them and then kind of grinds them and then fucking munches on them yeah takes her intestines out yeah and yeah. you know yeah, what did you think about this? Alien spunk movie, fucked up alien rape movie. I don't know, man. All the, all the, all the, what I could make out from watching it without any subtitles. <laughs> it wasn't a very long film either, was it? Nah, but oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a great interchange on Facebook and stuff like that because everyone was like fucking. Like, yeah, that was funny. Making man. up their own sort of uh, lines. Because and... some people had put just <laughs> descriptive. Um, text on didn't they yeah so, and it would come up with some really <laughs> random things about Ikea and fucking <laughs> stupid shit like that growling in jungle yeah it was fucking like iPod man or something like that <laughs> it was fucking weird it's just uh, yeah uh, alien porn movie really there's, there's there's some of the breakaway sequences were ropey you know like you look at like alien abduction all those sort of that's the, the, when they some of those movies are done pretty poorly but this one just takes it to another level um but I think the fact that you don't really see the creature annoys me the fact it, it kind of shies away from that i know it kept a real low budget but you don't really get hardly any glimpse nah which was a bit annoying i felt just felt like this fucking <clears throat> you just felt like this fucking alien was uh going around raping women for the last like i don't know 15 years yeah. or something like that there's possibly a taken moment where there's a an alien hybrid human thing going on, which is being stalked, and you're like, okay, there's that kind of stuff. I think there was a kind of hunter dude, a guy was hunting down, but we didn't quite know. Yeah, hunter detective who was playing all the tapes, and there's like a little bit of shot in London for some random reason. Mate, that was blatantly his his (laughs) kind of holiday fucking video that he just spliced into it to give like give it a bit of five minutes extra. Uh, I I feel bad for the director because I suppose a lot of people probably would have been i think a lot of people did actually switch it off because there were no subtitles but hey we'll never know it wasn't great what are you giving this one bud two maybe three three for being fucking hilarious i think three because we did have a chuckle now yeah we we? did have chuckle and it was a spunk a lot of the the spunk covered people were fucking (laughs) funny what was next bud what did we have on that night to close it off okay the next movie i'm gonna bring bring to you comes from come from adam leder and richard oaks um it's called hosts not host hosts we've already had host uh, this one's called hosts um this is a phew, i don't know what do you call it a fucking demon home invasion movie maybe i suppose in in it stars uh, neil ward nadia lemen frank jakeman Sandra Howard Williams, I mean Lee Hunter. They, they, these these are worth mentioning. Cause they are fucking. It's got a small cast: Samantha Loxley, Jennifer K. Preston, and little Buddy Skelton. It's got a really small cast. It's probably the MVP of the fucking uh, weekend for me. Um, it's uh, what? How the fuck can I describe this? We have got a couple 
who were about to go to a family, uh, go to someone out, go to a like neighbor's um, Christmas dinner. Okay, so it's Christmas time. This is Christmas movie, um, Christmas dinner. Uh, they get invited. Something weird happens before they go. We're not really sure what's happening. Um, and then they come over all fucking weird and strange. I mean, you know, immediately something fucked up happened to them both. They sit at a table and they're chatting. They're not saying a fucking word, these two people. It's weird. We'll get onto that in a minute. And then, boom. Something fucking changes the night. Something that we will never forget ever me and matt had a fucking mouth our biggest mouth drop moment ever watching this movie wow fucking mouth drop i fucking screamed and i was like looked at your face and we looked at each other and we we're like what the fuck fuck me i mean this has got one of the best um shock moments shock moment head smash if i'm gonna spot it's oh you fucking just spot it uh, people weren't i don't give a fuck it. it's oh. just got one of the fucking most shocking moments i've ever seen oh, on dear. um oh, dear. on in any movie it's he's fucking, gone and blown his load it's genius out of all the movies that we mentioned this 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 weekend you have to go and see this this should get a general release it's fucking awesome there are some absolutely amazing uh special effects some amazing sequences um, to watch um, some acting, which is just strange, batshit, weird, but just can't pull your fucking eyes off what is going on. And the story in the end, the twist and stuff like that, very clever. Very clever for a fucking little tight British um, horror. After we got host, we got hosts. That's what I'm saying. Fucking hell. Yeah, I don't think it was that good. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, you covered most of it, mate, to be honest. Um Amazing, absolutely brilliant. I'm proud to be from this country watching this. Uh, like you said, with hosts coming out. I don't want to mention that all the time, but with hosts coming out and then hosts, this this movie is fan-fucking-tastic. I, I was blown away. Um, I didn't know what to expect from the start, but the lore behind it, I really like. I'm not going to spoil it, but the run-up to it, the like you said the acting is just phenomenal there's some set pieces that are fantastic i mean i was so kind of like blown away by the movie i couldn't go to sleep and i was like i thought i'd go on the they had a, a zoom kind of chat afterwards which is live on youtube um and i thought i'll go and have a look because like you know i'd like to hear more about the movie and how they made it and stuff and it was so interesting because the whole movie is made in one of the director's houses and they did all night shoots so that on its own is just like, fuck, they did it all themselves. They did, you know, they really went to town on it. And the, the house was is literally decorated how it is. But there's some beautiful shots in this movie. Absolutely beautiful shots. And the story is fantastic. Absolutely blown away by this movie. Without a doubt, one of the best movies I've seen this festival, if not the whole festival. I absolutely loved it. It's a proper horror. Mm. It, what it gives you is it gives you... Um, the blood, the gore, the shock, the tension, the real sort of like um, chase, you know, the jump, little jump scares you get in, in horror and also just like, what the fuck is going on? I can't figure out what this is actually is Invasion of the Body Snatchers or what the fuck is actually happening. And it's so intriguing and interesting and it asks questions as well. Um, this is this is brilliant and this is quite genius i thought one of the best horror movies that i've seen in a fucking long long time 
I really, really like this one. It was really nice one. Brilliant. I I would give this one uh, definitely without a doubt nine out of ten. Yeah, this is another nine for and me. And I do believe it's coming out soon on DVD. I think it's from the seventh or ninth November around that time. So if I were you, I'd go and seek it out VOD or go and buy the DVD because it it will not let you down. I hope it has a decent poster to really sort of sell it. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, this film going to see a lot of it. There's a lot of it. And, and a lot more the from space. these fucking uh, these directors. Oh yeah, without a doubt, mate. I'd love to see more. We've got some good talent. Mm. We've got some good fucking talent coming through. It's fucking awesome to see. I think you know we've seen some like good ones in the in the past year, mm. past couple of years. The likes of like Dog Soldiers. You know, I will put this right up there with that. And it's not about werewolves, but you know. <laughs> Right then, mate, take us on to Sunday. Okay, so, yeah, after that, um, we had the Sunday morning. I came around yours, and we watched a film called Scavenger, which was very interesting indeed. Um, it follows... It's a bit of a kind of apocalyptic Mad Max. It's Argentinian, so it was subtitled. We did have subtitles for this one, thank God. So it follows this um, this uh, lady that's um, she basically looks like a, 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 a female version of Mad Max, really. Which She's is a, a bit like Furioso sort of thing. A bit, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so she is in a, a kind of apocalyptic world. She seems to have um, kind of like go to this market, kind of a black market where she's taking some organs from some poor lad that she just killed. Um, and she is sent to see an old woman and this old woman wants her to go and do a job for her which leads her to some kind of crazy fucking piss poor bar that has a brothel attached to it um and there's some batshit crazy shit in this what did you think well if you want to watch a movie that has complete and utter gratuitous violence some great fucking blood um a whisk shotgun fucking death scene which is fucking fantastic and if you want to watch someone being finger banged by their own sister you know it's up to you i felt that in some places the film it went a bit too far for me um i don't know if there's a boundary with you but there definitely is with me and i think this overstepped it a little bit too much um on that kind of way i don't think it needed to be that gratuitous especially for the that i thought the revenge was going to be a bit more because it is let's be honest it is it is a revenge movie um with, is hard, with some definitely. twists and turns um yeah but you know i was i watched i kept it kept me entertained and i didn't think it was poorly paced this is like another grindhouse flick basically kind um, of yeah 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 well and it's just it's in that sort of like guys so just think when you watch that sort of movie that you liked last year was it the brazilian one with the pig heads and all that sort of stuff. Do you remember I can't that? what it's called. But um, yeah, it's just the real. You know, there's some real fucked up. There's there's some hard to watch moments in this movie. It doesn't deal with some. It doesn't deal with nice themes. You know, um, so it's 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 got a warning. Over. Very degrading. Yes, <laughs> it's got a warning thing over it. For I mean, they even said it's not it's not really for people who are kind of like 
yeah, it was. They they warned you at the start. It's yeah. quite full on. It is full on, and it doesn't hold back in its violence, and it deals with some really hard hitting um, themes and stuff in there. So I just don't. Sometimes I just don't think we need any of that anymore. I just think it's been done quite a lot. Don't know what your views on it, but I just feel like I think it's, it's not important to shy away from these things, and it's sort of like is an isn't done in, in a right way. It's though. done, but it's an outlet. It's art. At the end, to me, I don't, I don't think it was. I think it pushed it too far. To and me, it it's just, art, and it's an outlet for say somebody who maybe has gone through that, and they can express that in a certain way. There you go. I think that's like the worst fucking office impression you've ever done for a start and i think you're talking shit but anyway let's rate this thing what are you giving it rate this thing what rate, rate this, thing. this thing sorry um i would give it a six out of ten i think i'd give it a five okay middle of the road for me okay. i wasn't blown away some good set pieces some good goal but i just think it's just like it didn't didn't need some of that bit some of the bits in it but it's not my sort of thing you know it's not this is like for the this is like for the hardcore horror you know aficionado for the people who are fucked up like you you mean <laughs> yeah go on let's go on to the next one let's roll it on because um i know you've been wanting to get to this one the whole fucking time so off you go well this is the one that i was looking forward to the most um out of the whole weekend um it's a comedy horror uh, called slacks ready hi there and you are libby you are here for the new collection turnaround. This is such an important night for us. A lot of people have been very keen to get their eyes on it. Jeans that automatically adapt to your body size. The Super Shapers! Directed by Elsa Kephart, um, starring um, the dazzling Romaine Dennis. Um, among among others, uh, Siha Bujani, Brett Donahue, uh, Kenny Wong are worth a mention. Um, this is a movie about influencing influencer culture gone mad, consumerism, um, you know, third world ethical ethical sort of like work practices, I suppose, in its way. And at its heart, it's a possessed pair of jeans. <laughs> I just can't laugh when you say it. It's just, it, you know, sound, gonna, it sounds like it shouldn't work. I mean, you know, it's got some, it's got, it's more, it is more, <laughs> which is why I thought it's important to mention those jeans. It, uh, but then a possessed pair of jeans, you know, decapitating and ripping people's legs off and stuff like that effectively <laughs> throughout the movie. Um, but it does try to really sell you a interesting message. It, it, yeah, it's definitely got it. an interesting theme for it, which is different. But it's got some great fun deaths in it, um, and some great music and some um, some. Yeah, it's this more one of the more poly- polished movies of the weekend, I'd say. Yeah, I definitely well, would. I mean, it. I think I would have liked there was like a scene where it cuts away. Um, that it might have been down to budget constraints, obviously. Um, because I can imagine it'd be quite a lot of money because the, the the effects are good on you know it's not, they're not shit on the jeans and stuff when they're walking around they're not it's not crap it's not like funny crap it's quite well done but there's a scene where it kind of goes to town in the shop on a lot of people and it doesn't show it and I I kind of would have loved to seen these jeans just all doing stuff like 
and seeing more of the death, I think it would have been quite cool. However, that said, I thought it was, I thought it was a good movie. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I thought it was going to be fucking awful, to be honest. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised. I went in there with low expectations. Yeah, you so. were dead against this one. But like, um, I prevailed because I just, I just had a feeling that this was going to be some, you know, like rubber, I suppose. It's just like fucking, I thought, I, I, I kind of didn't need... I don't need the themes. I don't need a reason. I need a, just a pair of jeans going around killing people. That'd have been enough. But you know, some of it make it a bit more intelligent was 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 good fun. It had some cheesy acting in there as well, which was well needed. You know, the the manager guy was fucking weird, and then the influence the woman. It's Canadian, wasn't it? It's yeah, weird. Canadian. It's fucking. It's just good fun. You know, the jeans are possessed. They're possessed by a, um, you know, a, a young. They're possessed by something that's that's gone darkly wrong. Yeah, let's fucking spoil it for everyone in, again. In, yeah. in, a, in another country, I suppose, and it's like revenge. You know, a pair of jeans getting their revenge, in a way. I guess the end and easy. In a way, before it even finished, but well, yeah. Hey ho, it's still good. It was good fun. What so? What what are you giving this one? I would say this one gives me a seven. Yeah, seven out of ten. What about you? I'd go. I'd probably go a little bit lower than that and say six. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't middle of the road, but it wasn't amazing. But you know, it's, I, I, think, I thought you would have gone higher on that. To be I honest. think this is good fun, and I think uh, it, it didn't quite heat the reaches of the other ones that we watched. But seven was fair for me. Um, it's just good fun. And it's got to be. I picked this up on DVD. If I saw this, and the poster's great, this would get me. To of course it would. Buy it. This would be that's who a, it's aimed at. It's yeah. people like you. <laughs> in Asda or the SFX channel, I'd um I'd be well up. Is for that this. still going? I don't know, but it, this is where, this, <laughs> this is where you could probably fucking see it. This is like horror a, channel later. Yeah, night. this is a horror fucking Even channel. Later some good stuff, it's fucking good, man. It's um it wasn't it was a fun one for the weekend because it was properly comedy horror. Mm. Like, you yeah. know, fucking it's like Chucky but with a pair of jeans. Mm. You know, and the uh, the the actress. Is new, mm. and uh, I would like to see more of her. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, enjoyed it. So then we went on to our not last, but one before last film by the name of Honeydew. Let's say this one is was an interesting watch. This is a story about a couple that are on a trip. It looks like they're trying to get away from some stress at the moment because they're under, you know, one's studying for a test and the other's uh, trying to learn lines for some kind of acting career that he's got. And they go camping and they they basically end up on a field they shouldn't be camping on. Obviously, you're the camping expert, so you know, you know that's a no-go. Don't camp on people's private land. And they get kicked off. So it's the middle of the night. They find this little house. And they think, oh, let's knock on the door and see if we can get some roadside uh, assistance. So Yeah, because when they go back to their car, it's uh, the battery's dead or yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so they end up at this house, knock on the door, a lovely little old lady answers the door. Well. A bit bit, bit weird. And uh, she invites them in, insists they must be fed, and said, well, I'll get somebody to come and sort the car out, but he's old, it might take him forever. And then it goes all fucking weird. It's one of those houses where you sort of see on a movie, you don't want to be there. Because it ain't clean. It's not clean. And like the food looks kind of disgusting. It's just, it's not, I wouldn't eat, I wouldn't touch a thing that she made. No. 
and, and the thing is they're trying to be polite so it put already when you're in there with them it puts them on edge because they're trying to be polite like the the girl is a vegan and the man's got high cholesterol so he's not allowed kind of like bad food but she's like she don't even listen and she's like cooking him sausages and fucking all this other shit uh and they and she also has this this well what you think is is uh a son which well, is yeah there's a big fucking fat guy with a bandage around his oh, head right, don't be fattest i wasn't being fat he's generally fat okay um <laughs> and he's got a bandage around his head because he's been kicked by a horse supposedly um yeah and she's like well you know it's so too late now why don't you stay here the whole thing made me feel fucking uncomfortable yeah to down to one of the biggest things is the soundtrack it's such a weird awesome the mouth fucking thing i can't do it can you do it that's it you'd be good you could be in their band it's like mouth music wasn't it yeah with like really but it was really like intense like an assault on your senses it was um yeah that's can, a good, can good you analogy. even i can't even like it was so weird it's dark and twisted and you didn't know what the fuck was going I can't on there even was weird really get hallucinogenic uh, sort of things going on there's like little trippy scenes it was very arty i suppose in that sense like bit i like don't maybe. know if it i don't know if it was i just think it was just weird it yeah. was just like the storyline i don't i don't know the storyline is simple like they've got a a flid a flid daughter and i mean when i say flid you know that is right in the right term that she's got no arms and no legs that is what a flid is a flidite flidamite is that right i think i'm pretty sure that's right she's got no arms and no legs and um she just wants what do you think is her daughter well maybe it's not a daughter in a box in a box no arms no legs no arms no legs they just basically want Sam sperm. They want some sperm to give to the daughter with no arms and no legs so she can have a baby. Spoilers. <laughs> Which at some point in the movie you might see some... But it's really... The thing is... It's degrading. It's very, very well made. Yeah. And so well acted. Yeah. And the soundtrack does grip you in. It kind of makes you a bit disorientated. It's just so fucking weird. But the old woman is just fucking harrowing there's something about it that just makes you think psycho again back to the oap thing oap mvp yeah it's just like <laughs> she was great in it but she even limped and she's so slow and you think ah oh, they can beat her up they can get away and but yeah i don't know this one just weirded me out i think i liked it i don't know it's not a film i would go and watch over and over again no i couldn't watch I'd it maybe as... give it a watch again just to see if i'm what i missed but it was i bet it there was very a lot. interesting i bet there was a lot yeah, it was interesting. I think I liked it. It was gross. It was just gross. Oh, God. The food, as you, that just weirded me out. It's like yeah. her feeding them, like, this stuff when they didn't really want it. And it was just, uh, yeah, shoving it in their mouth and with her, fi- her dirty fingers. Oh, and like, oh it's horrible. Oh, yeah. But oh. it's definitely on the grotesque, weird kind of front. But it almost had touches of, of kind of, like, the feel in places of Midsummer, like the uneasiness and the soundtrack yeah. and the way it's shot, but not the same storyline, if you get me. But yeah, it was a very, very interesting one. I think a lot of people really liked this because yeah. it was so weird and out there that it was so different to everything else we watched the whole weekend. It could easily get picked up by A24. Oh, fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. You're right. It is, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. It's an A24 movie, I mm. think. 
Really Big is. time. Yeah. Out of all the movies this no, this, this weekend, this has got some proper general release. This is another wow. This is another one that could probably get like like the owners, yeah. like hosts. Yeah. This has got general release written all I over. I just it. hope people are watching all these movies and going, yeah. "That got such a good response. That was awesome. We want it. Get it now." I mean, some of them have got deals, obviously, but yeah, I hope that these get all picked up. Definitely. Another weird and fucking. Villain. So yeah, what are you giving that one, mate? It's an eight for me because it's just it's. But yeah, there's I'll something about it. There's yeah. something about it. There's something yeah. about it. It's le- it was it was. It was left with me for a long time. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck and hell did I just watch? Especially, without spoilers, especially the end, it left me thinking loads of things like, what? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, and you whispered something to me that you said that this you'd give it a high score if this happens. So you were, I think you said you'd give it a 10 if if this happens and it did happen Matt, so oh, you yeah. should be giving it a ten. <laughs> oh shit yeah I've got to give it a 10 then, got to give it a 10 so the, a the, fake 10 but really uh, the last eight. scene the last scene shush no spoilers was the reason that Matt's interesting that Matt's we'll leave a, that to you Matt's giving a 10 <laughs> oh my god I didn't I should write this shit I was like Matt, if a, she starts doing that I, I am going to fucking give it a 10 because that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking good fun anyway yeah right. so eight eight breaths out of ten for that one and that was our weekend mainly but we last one we didn't sort of um we didn't well, really what, want to watch the, there was a there was the nights we had some choice yeah the nights before christmas or yeah, the nights which something. is out literally now to buy on dvd amazing <laughs> and i mean it's a we se- got one copy in it's a fucking sequel i said to you didn't i, I just don't want it to watch something crap as our closer no nah. Just and the other one was Skyline Free, which which, is, which were bound come to, out anyway. which would come out on Netflix or something like that. So, so we watched the short showcase too because we love our shorts. So we're going to run through the shorts that we that we watched. I've got a list of them here. Yeah. So I'll start. The first one was sort of a Grindhouse trailer ish. Yeah. Like the Devil's Dice, it was called. Mm. It was very fucking interesting. It was just like. The, these possessed dice and again it was just like all over the shot just but very funny very witty very and just lots of weird images i liked yeah. it it was good mm. fun weird that one but this the next one is what the one i want to talk about now yeah go on um you, back, you, you run off the list and we're, we're both talk about it all right bakamono yeah bakamono the, the japanese pokemono was it? I kept thinking of pokemon yeah yeah it? yeah <laughs> this was fucking great a great premise i really mean it cool. was like I don't know, like a, a, the parents were trying to get the girl to throw some seeds or... I think, it, I think it's true true myth. True myth, okay. I think, I think. Well, they, they said to mention this Bakamono if like... You Japanese. Didn't, yeah, if you didn't throw these seeds out, then Bakamono would come and eat you. And she was like, all right. That's, and the kid was just like not having any of it. And she st- she went up and tried to feed Bakamono. And then it's like a nice little short about her kind of meeting Bakamono and like chucking her food and then... Changing into Bakamono. Yeah, it was fucking fucked up and weird and it was very fun to watch. It's really cool. I really enjoyed it. It It's just sharp, short, sharp, to the point, good storyline, great little effects in it. Really cool. Yeah, I thought it was great. One One of the best ones of them all, I thought. The next one's called Are You Sleeping? Yeah, that was uh, basically, wasn't it? That that was the one where the guy was having trouble sleeping. It's very, very short, right? Uh, and literally um, gets given a self-help kind of uh, iPod 
listening thing and he falls asleep and basically this thing comes and gets me I, I gets him I wasn't mm, yeah it's yeah. very very short I, it's one of the weaker ones I felt the next one was called Melomaniac now I look, had to look this up it was a bit of a poo for me it was um, Melomaniac means somebody who's obsessed with music and I didn't get that it was a Bournemouth art project by looks from what it was and yeah. it's like I don't know it just it was too long for a short you know like um it had a good ending the ending wasn't bad yeah yeah I just I mean you got I mean they're young aren't they and it's like it's starting out you start and stuff like this and you know it was a little bit uh, it, it could have been shortened I think you're right it was too long didn't keep me engaged that much I didn't really yeah, for a short, I wasn't invested. Yeah. I don't know why, but you know what it's like. If it's short, I think it's like you've either got to get them, you've got that amount of time to reel them in really quick. It's got to be punchy. It's got to be good. And I just, yeah, I felt a bit like, I was just a bit, mm, a bit boring. We've got Your Monster next, which is with the girl from Orange is the New Black. That's right, because you were racking your brains because you knew you saw her from somewhere, yeah. This was fun. Absolutely loved this one brilliant i mean this go plays on the idea that everyone has a monster in the closet and mm. that monster is kind of you and looking after you in every sense of the word i think that's what i got from it yeah i mean i think that's what you're meant to interpret from it because yeah. i mean she's looks like she's had a breakup by some douchebag boyfriend and she's going through cancer treatment and she's recovering i guess yeah um and it just seems like this guy who looks a bit like a werewolf, kind of ghoul kind of type guy. But what was great about it, it was just, it was just normal guys like, oh, hi. Like, like his mannerisms are just like, he's not a monster. Like, rah, I'm a monster. I'm going to get you. He's like, I'm your mate. I'm just here to help out and chill out and have fun and make you feel better. Yeah, they yeah. Look, it was like fun. They were just having a lovely little relationship, talking and yeah, stuff yeah. Like every day. He kind of go, went off and killed a load of people next door at one stage. I'm Be- pretty sure. Being too noisy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you got that impression. But yeah, it was it was it was nice. It was one, one bit I really did like is when they go into the closet mm. and she kind of and it's kind of really heartwarming because he's like, she's like, oh, you kept all my clothes from when she was from a baby up yeah. until now, and it's like, and he's just like taking care. Oh yeah, I take care of him. I keep him here. And it's just like a light, nice little sweet moment. And it's just like, for a short to have that connection in a, such a short time was really clever. Yeah. I really like, and it's quippy and he's, uh, he was just a, he's the sort of guy you just want to hang around with <laughs> and just have fun with. And if people piss you off, it's like, oh, go and fucking kill that person. Yeah. Yeah, I loved that. I thought it was a really cool one. Yeah, really good. All right, the next one's uh, called Teething. Um, set in a hospital, would you say? Yeah. Not Look, too... Well, I don't know if it's a hospital or like a... Maternity ward. Or even, yeah, some, I don't even know it was a maternity ward. I don't know if it, it might have been an orphanage or something, maybe. Yeah, but it had, sure. a, it had a janitor in who was um, sort of cleaning, and that's a fucking, well, it's probably one of the most fucked up scenes in any of the shorts. It you was know. quite full on, wasn't it? I was like, yeah. What? There was a, you know, there was a baby in there who's sort of like crying because it's teething, um, I guess, and then, um, suddenly there's a vampire fucking eating the baby. Yeah, what we think is a vampire just think, munching down. Yeah. And obviously, he has to kill the baby, mm. the janitor, because he looks at the baby and it's, the baby's turned to a vampire. Yeah, does he take care of the baby or does he kill the baby? He kills the baby. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I think 
It's fucking weird. It's a bit nasty. A bit nasty, this one. But very, one. very... Well done. Well, really very well done. done. Very creepy. well done. The vampire baby was creepy. Oh, right. Vampire baby was very good. Um, next one was called Norman. Mm, you like this one. The, the, the kind of foreign arty one. I'm surprised you liked it. It was just weird. The guy was just... There was something about the guy that was just like batshit. He was clearly... Uh, dead and maybe a ghost and he was just like following him and he was kind of transfixed it was just very uh, it was very arty and very disjointed but something about him made me feel really uncomfortable and to make me feel that uncomfortable in a short space of time it won me over because of that but you, you, it didn't get you did it not really I just, <laughs> I've, you know I'm, I'm not massively I don't know it's just too pretentious for me like so it's like mirror black and white balcony woman like, I was just like, oh, fuck this shit. I know what you're saying. Not my sort of thing. But every time you saw a picture of him, I just got very creeped out. So that kind of, you know, <laughs> led, led an impression on me. Um, <laughs> next one was called Peking. 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 Which I can't remember. So obviously that couldn't have been that fucking good. It was basically the one. Um, uh, it was following a girl who had headphones on. I didn't like this one much. And she had like a, it was almost like a noise meter, like she was hunting for ghosts and she was going in each room and it, it just, it ended with a massive noise. Yeah. I, I, I just didn't really... Didn't set the tension, I don't nah, think. But nah. never mind. Better than this next one though, Disco Graveyard. <laughs> what? Now that was art. <laughs> that was art. I guess she does a lot of them for Fright Fest and she put another one together and I don't know. It was just like a big kind of thing you might show your kids. I don't know. I think there's probably loads of meaning in it or something that yeah. maybe we missed that we're not intellectual enough to yeah, don't know think, what it was. Just, I think this one we weren't intelligent enough for. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, yeah, it All was right. a thing. Fair enough. Not our sort of thing, but... Because then we moved on to this other one called Don't Walk, which was the fucking MVP of the shorts. Mm. It's all about walking. Mm. Had uh, some nice little touches. The t-shirts were... They were part of the Hayden Field Ramblers. That was some n- nice touches on that. Yeah, I saw that. You did see that. Well I'm done. I'm John Carpenter. I came up and I said I love a pint of Carpenters. There's a pint of Carpenters, yeah. Um, and it was sort of like a film of like, I, I, I guess, I don't know, apparently there's an unspoken rivalry between walkers and uh, and runners. <laughs> which you are <laughs> which, both. Which, I'm, which I do both of, so. That's why maybe you don't. Maybe I don't really see any see a rivalry, but. Uh, it was it was tongue in cheek. It was very spaced. It was very that was Simon Pegg. The two people were like being stalked by this. It was funny, man. Yeah, it was really really funny. It was funny. It was and it was like the, they were like being stalked by a demon. Every time they walked, could um, present itself and follow them. And every time they ran, so they had to be forced to run and skip and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, it's weird. And then the runner got his just desserts. So yeah, it was good. Good fun. This one. I really enjoyed it. I think that was again one of the one of the best uh, shorts in the whole thing, which was which was good. Yeah, the next one again called Night Feed. The last one, very short. It was from the perspective of a baby, and what the baby would might see when you came to do a night feed. It's quite it's sweet because the guy obviously done it in lockdown. It was like yeah, his own kid. It was cute, um, and it was <laughs> the end thing was cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny because you don't really think of how scary because babies can't really see at that age no. much. 
And this must be quite fucking scary when this big fucking person looms over your car. Yeah. And it's about really short, but yeah. It's Clever. Cool. It's Good nice. fun. We didn't mention another short that we saw before Slacks, which is definitely worth it. Definitely worth talking about. And this about. is a bit longer, and you have to go and watch this on YouTube if you can find it, called Little Willie. Definitely. It stars... Um, a man after your own heart. It stars the guy from Gremlin, Zach... Adrian Barboa, The Nightlight. Um, and it is about a guy at a convention who was in sort of some kind of... It's almost parodying... Like parodying parody a Chucky movie Chuckies, sort of thing, yeah. I suppose. And he's not. He's, he's sort of trying to move on or not moving on and he might be a serial killer and he might not be a serial killer. But if you go to conventions, you'll understand yeah, you this guy's do. woes. Yes, it's very... And that's why I think we really liked it because yeah. he goes to these conventions. But if I guess if you're behind the scenes, <laughs> it is fucking fun. It's really fun. It's worth so watching on YouTube. Cool. Really good it. fun. Little Willie. <laughs> little Willie. Yeah. So, yeah. It wasn't me. It was Little Willie. Oh, fucking hell. That's funny. But all in all, a really successful festival. Really like, successful. Like we saw a lot. Of, like there were, we there are a lot of eights and you know mm. above. There were more good than bad for this one. Hundred percent. And fucking loved it. I had so much fun. Um, these movies are good. It's a shame we didn't get to go to the physical. But next year, cross our fingers. And it's really back. cool. A lot of good stuff that has got a lot of hype. Like Relic is one that I'm definitely going to seek out. That clash with hosts, but I'm happy with our decision. Uh, there's the other one about the the uh, the violence one with the bikers. I can't remember what it's called now. But yeah, there's loads of other ones I want to check out that were there. So hopefully we will get to check them out. Uh, yeah, just to want to say like a massive thanks to the Fright Fest uh, guys that put the festival on. Um, they are fantastic. We really hope we can be back there in August uh, being actually there, seeing everybody. Massive big hello to all the Fright Fest goers. It's great. It was great chatting to you, all you guys on Facebook and getting all your input. It really made the festival feel like we were still there to a certain degree. Uh, but yeah, thanks a lot. It was it was great, great, great fun this year. Yeah, loads of fun. Thank you guys. Thanks for putting it on. And I think with with that, um, actually, before we go, we're going to have our main. Well, we're going to get back to normal for our next yeah. uh, for our next episode. Um, our main review. I think is going to be, I think, I'm going to spring this on you now, is either going to be Nocturne, which is one of the four Blumhouse movies that okay. are on Amazon right now, because I've seen some good write-ups on it, or His House, which is on coming on Netflix tomorrow, on Friday. So, effectively, would have been out by now. <laughs> okay, and it's uh, Matt's turn to pick the movie from the vault what you got dude so i'm gonna pick a movie that i think that both of us i i definitely haven't seen and i don't think you've seen and i've wanted to see it for so long i'm gonna pick phantasm oh fuck i've never seen it nor have i and oh, i've my... always wanted to see it and oh. they've got about 80 of the movies there's only five yeah i know i'm joking i'm just well, saying six. loads six i think there's six i might watch one i might watch one and two i think you should watch them all each so then <laughs> I just <laughs> had to come back with one and you can say all the rest. Oh, the others are good. Oh, I, might, shit. I might I might try and have a, have a Phantasm Fest then. Okay, cool. So that's it then. So our main movie is going to be... We don't know. <laughs> it's between two. It could be between five. But we don't, you know, Nocturne, His House. <laughs> but Moving from the Vault, Phantasm. What a fucking classic, mate. Pulled it out of the fucking bag. <laughs> right, I suppose um, I hope you all had a... 
a great Halloween weekend, um, trick-or-treating. And uh, there's only one more thing to see. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at DrawOneLast, Instagram at DrawOneLastBreath, or pop us an email at DrawOneLastBreathPod at Hotmail.com. 